Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Pulse of Portland, a public affairs program of KKPZ with Paul Van Sickle. Thank you for joining us on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. I'm Paul Van Sickle. This is The Pulse of Portland, and we are continuing our themes on education this month, and we are happy to have back with us Tracy Mott, who is an author who homeschooled her children for 25 years and has some amazing uh, tips and insights for those who are homeschooling, and really with this book, teachers of all kinds, as well as active families, the book's called Let's Go, Field Trips for Teachers, Homeschoolers, and Active Families. So, Tracy, thanks again for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Paul. And I really like what you've done with this book because, it, you know, it is applicable to anybody and it really gives just some good suggestions and some things that people may not even think about that are just great educational tools and being able to provide learning experiences for your kids and I think experiences there is the key word um, of not just reading about things in the books or doing worksheets or whatever but actually getting out and learning in so many different ways in so many different uh, topics and subjects all around us and it's really can be applicable to anywhere you're living here in the country or around the world. That's right. I had so much fun writing the book. I was uh, pulled out our old yearbooks of um, Field trips that we took with our homeschooling group, and just went down the went down the list, and it was so fun to to relive some of these things that we did, and and to share ideas with people, um, make it a little easier for the parents and the teachers to come up with some good uh, creative ideas, even if you're not living in a in a big city with museums and theaters and things around. It's amazing what you can find uh, for great field trip material. Oh, yeah, and, you know, especially for for people that are homeschooling, it's a great opportunity, you know, you have the, the time and, and to do that. Uh, and for teachers that we, I know we have a lot of teachers listening, they're in, you know, public and private schools both, that th- this book really would have some great suggestions as, you know, the funding for field trips, all that stuff is, is getting shrunk down so much, but I know my kids in public school have gotten, you know, maybe two field trips a year. So this might be able to get some out-of-the-box stuff that they haven't thought of before that can be really beneficial and different uh, for the kids in their classes as well. And, and like you said, for active families, just when you're on the weekend looking for something to do, make right. it a wonderful educational experience and enhance your kids' education no matter where you're uh, having them, uh, you know, sitting during the week learning. This is a chance to do that together and invest in your kids that way. That's right. That's right. And they might not even know they're, they're learning. Right? They might not even realize it. <laughs> Isn't that the best? Right. That's, that's a great when you're not bogged down by that. Um, the book is, is it's really easy to read. It's very concise. It's very easy to follow because you've broken it down by subject, which is wonderful. So we're just going to go through uh, a little bit uh, of some of these subjects and some of the suggestions that you have. And we'll kind of go in order of the book just because that, that makes it easy. The one that people probably most often think about is is history but but talk about some of the different suggestions you have when it comes to teaching your kids about what's happened in the past and about their area 
Well, we have, you know, your classic history trips um, to presidential libraries and birthplaces of famous people uh, and one-room schoolhouses and things like that. I think one thing that gets overlooked is traveling exhibits. Mm. Um, a lot of times different um, towns might have a, a little traveling exhibit, even from another country, with interesting um, historical things. We we saw the treasures of the czars when my kids were little, and that was probably one of the coolest historical field trips we went on because these artifacts were in the United States, you know, once-in-a-lifetime kind of kind of deal. So it's the obscure things, I think, that are really, really cool and fun as far as history goes. We have a, an amazing toy uh, and miniature museum here in Kansas City that's one of our favorite places to go. Um, you know, it's not the the big art museum, but it is a great way to learn about the history of toys. So those kinds of things I think are really fun and easy to overlook. Yeah, you see the big the big things and um, yeah, finding finding something different and that it does make for a fun little trip um, to do something that maybe some of their friends haven't gone and seen yet. Right. One of the other things that, that may be overlooked as educational, but really is, is the performing arts. And, uh, you know, I say that not just as someone who enjoys and has participated in the performing arts and have a family that, that does that, but especially now, even in, in public schools where funding for arts education has gone way down, having your kids to experience this isn't something that, that's guaranteed anymore. And you really have to make an effort to do it, but it's so worthwhile. That's right. And one thing I think, especially for homeschooled kids that, um, well, really for any, for any students that's so important with the performing arts is to learn theater etiquette. You know, you can't, you can't show up late and expect to get seated. And, and what do you do if you have to go to the restroom in the middle of the show? And those kinds of things I think are important for students to learn at a young age. So I, I think that's a really cool uh, aspect of doing a field trip with homeschoolers or any really any young children in a performing um, arts category, like a puppet show or a or a dance show or anything like that. Uh, the other thing uh, that uh, if you live in an area that doesn't have access to you know opera or any great symphonies or anything like that, some theaters, some movie theaters do performance simulcasts of of uh, performances by large um, companies um, in large cities. So you just kind of have to keep your eye open for some of the things, but it's uh, obviously one of the most fun field trips for the family. Yeah, and, and again, a lot of that kind of ties in, depending on what you're doing with, with history lessons as well. Again, there's a lot of different things that go in uh, to the performing arts that you can draw out too, besides they go along with that wonderful experience. Right. Too, right. Um, and with the performing arts, and there's also you know visual arts. We talked, we mentioned about you know the fine art museums, but there's also uh, you know a lot of other local things that people can do that aren't just museums that have to do with arts. Right. I, my favorite is to visit a local artisan. You know, this is someone who manufactures things in a small quantity, usually by hand. And one of our favorite uh, places that we've gone is a to a candle making factory where they made these you know, handcrafted candles that, that they ship to the White House and the president uses them on his table, you know, those kinds of things. Um, we have a little marble manufacturing plant close by, and those, those kinds of things are just, um, I think, priceless because not only for the visual arts aspect of it, but also then for the small business part, 
Uh, there's just all kinds of lessons that you can pull from that. Yeah, again, we're talking with Tracy Mott. Uh, we're talking about her book, Let's Go, which is field trips for teachers, homeschoolers, and active families, and giving us some tips and tools as, as the school year getting started here of uh, things you're going to do to enhance your, your child's uh, educational experience and get you in on the mix, too, as a parent. And that makes it fun. I, I always learn something when we go out and do something new or, you know, it's right. a continued learning for us as parents, too. Um, you know, with, with social studies, which, again, is, is such a broad term, I think, these days, and that's, you know, really reflected in the amount of different things that you put in here that uh, I wouldn't have thought about. Well, it, it's, it's amazing. That's kind of, that is kind of the catch-all category. I've got everything from a flag etiquette workshop to classic car show. Really, the, the one that I think is probably least thought of in this list would be a water treatment plant. Mm. And one of our favorite uh, and I, I don't know if favorite is the right word, but one of the most outstanding <laughs> trips that we took was to a wastewater treatment plant. And once you get past the smell, uh, it was just fascinating to see the process and how they clean that water. And, boy, it was just, it was really one of the most fascinating field trips we'd ever been on. So social studies is a great, a great category. So much fun. So many fun things you can do. TV stations, um, uh, power generating stations, you know, of course, firehouses. That's that's oh, a that's always one. fun. Yeah, that's always the fun ones to do. Right. <laughs> I always volunteer for those field trips when I right. remember those ones are happening. The so. great dad field trip. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's a really good one. Well, what's interesting, too, I, mean, I just had this thought as we're going through this, you know, is what, growing up and uh, watching my kids grow up, watching different shows, especially, you know, shows on PBS, the kids shows that are either a cartoon or something else. But then they always have some kind of learning thing. And I always see those kids going somewhere and learning something. It's about the theme. And it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. I wonder I wonder how they did that. Or that'd be cool if we could have done that. And then seeing your book really made me realize, you know, this is, that is something you can do. <laughs> you just got to right. go do it. You can right. set these things up. You know, right. any of these things that you've mentioned, you know, people would love to give you a tour if it's a company or, you know, to, to teach your children. People love that sort of stuff and to Absolutely. be able to engage the community. And it's just taking parents being proactive um, or teachers being proactive to get that set up. And uh, your book's a great resource to give people those that spark and those ideas. Good, good. Well, I'm glad that was what I was intending. <laughs> That's what you're intending. You you did that. Um, you know, with uh, we're gonna jump ahead just a little bit for. Oh, I guess we have enough time. We'll do both. Uh, physical education. That's one thing, especially with homeschooling. Um, that's that's important. That it's you know some people may have the idea of well, what do you on the outside of the world, what do you do to send them in the backyard to play for a little while? Or maybe if you're a parent that that's been homeschooling for a little bit and haven't had ideas <laughs> for that too, well, but that's physical education is a great, uh, a great field trip and a lot of different things. Right. Well, sending them in the backyard to play in homeschooling lingo, that's recess. Paul. Yes, exactly. That's, it's that's recess. recess. That's all you're doing at school too. So the, the physical education field trips don't necessarily always include actually doing the physical sure. education. Some of these things are just touring, uh, sports complexes, um, those kinds of things. Uh, we had a great trip we, that we did often, going to a bowling alley and going behind the pins and seeing how all that worked out. Um, you know, and that, again, becomes a small business lesson. It becomes, you can turn that easily, turn that into a math lesson while you're playing the game. Those kinds of things, just they're kind of self-made lessons. They just can go in any direction, so... Physical educations are 
they're fun. They're the easy ones to sell to the kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to the bowling alley. Let's go. Right. Let's go to the. Let's go over to the mountain and go skiing and, and find right. out about that and go fishing. Yeah, all that stuff. That's super. That's super fun. Really, you can turn all these into a lesson, as you said. There's so many things that you can do multiple things on. But really, with science and math, that was the one. Some of the things you had listed on here that I never would have thought about. Yeah, that really you can leverage any any field trip into a math lesson or a science lesson if you think hard enough. You know, it just takes a, a few different ideas. My favorite one on this list is is taking the kids to the drugstore and just I mean that's a power lesson in math. There's there's budgeting, there's calculating sale prices. You know, three for ten dollars. How much is each one? Um, all kinds of lessons in handling money. You know, you, you give the kids the money and let them do it or give them the ATM card and let them punch the numbers in. Scads of lessons, even in your small town drugstore, whatever your chain happens to be across the street, get the sale flyer out and have, have the kids do some calculations with that. And what I love about this, especially for homeschoolers, is it's the kind of trip where even the small children can take a flyer and, and cut numbers out and glue them down on a piece of paper mm. and get their math lessons. So it's a it's a multi-level, and even if you wanted to bring it up a notch, have your teenagers get a, get a, a job application while you're there. Yay, there you go. And just have them practice that. So, right, it's just even shopping is a, is a lesson, you know, just full of lessons to be learned. Yeah, it really is. Um, there, there's just so much you can do. And, again, it's just putting the, the thought into it and, uh, you know, crafting it properly. And, like you said, homeschooling has so many benefits to being able to to do this because uh, as a parent who's teaching, you're, I think you're, you're probably constantly in that in that that lesson mode. And right. I think that's something, and I think that's why it's helpful for me as a uh, public school parent to uh, have – tips and thing and uh, ideas like we've had from you know both of your books to to remind myself to still have that mindset <laughs> of of, an, of 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 teaching and teaching opportunities through the different things that we're doing right it's just all around us every day as parents we just have so many opportunities Again, we've been talking with Tracy Mott. The book is called Let's Go, Field Trips for Teachers, Homeschoolers, and Active Families. You can get it uh, through Amazon. On the, It's an e-book, so you can download it to your Kindle or if you have the Kindle app on uh, your phone or any kind of tablet device. Uh, I encourage you to go do that as well as you can read more about Tracy and some of the other things she blogs about on her website, which is tracymott.com. And here's how you spell that. T-R-A-C-I. M-A-T-T. It's pronounced Mott. It's spelled like Matt. Um, and you can also find her on Facebook as well if you type in Tracy Mott, T-R-A-C-I space M-A-T-T, and find her uh, Facebook page as well to learn more. Tracy, again, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thanks so much for your, your insight and for sharing your knowledge with the rest of us. Well, thank you, Paul. I appreciate you having me on. This has been The Pulse of Portland with Paul Van Sickle. Email comments, questions, and topic ideas to publicaffairs at kkpz.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.